some of the things that were done were kind of like, how stupid are these parents? Like, <laughs> like why would you let your kid do? I don't know. Welcome to episode 117. This episode of TLC, we talk about a galaxy's worth of Star Wars, design success or fail, and Anton gets old. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Happy birthday, Anton. All right, thank you. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> right after midnight. <laughs> I was I was gonna say before we recorded, but I'm like, no, wait. Yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what you sent me, but I did see that text that uh, you sent something my way. So I'll be yes. looking forward to that tomorrow or in the yeah. morning. Yeah. It's nothing crazy. It's just mm-hmm. something, you know, like, I think you would enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I am kind of curious to see what you're going to think about it. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of presents, uh, I-, I-, I told you what I got you for an early Christmas. And we're probably going to yes. be talking about that in a couple topics away yeah yeah uh just to make sure is your mic on right because i'm hearing a bit of an echo i don't know if it's your okay uh i think it is skype that i need to fix real quick so you can go ahead and uh okay get into the make topic it... right now while i fix that all right just making just making sure that i don't want to mm-hmm. the recording be affected by it which if you're watching us on youtube you c- we can clean up the or you can listen to the cleanup audio on itunes or your favorite podcatcher app yep uh, that sounds much better, right? Oh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hearing like the hum of the PC or something, and I was like, okay, that sounds too echoey. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So week update. Uh, I started the Star Wars movie marathon. With my girlfriend. Oh. Okay. Uh, she has never seen any of the Star Wars movies, and considering that uh, Star Wars, the last Star Wars or Skywalker saga movie is coming out in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um. She wanted to catch up. I wasn't sure if she was into it until uh, the second near near the end of A New Hope mm-hmm. when she goes, "Does Leia choose Luke?" And I'm like, "What?" She goes, "Cause I, I, I is this like a love triangle thing?" I'm like, "Oh." I'm like, I, I'm also got a little bit jealous that like she's kind of seeing this whole story for the first time, uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. that she doesn't have to wait multiple years to get like closure to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay um yeah, so, so how far are you guys off on that right now on, on this journey so I, I actually made a little list for her um okay so we finished the originals okay wait uh, wait she, wait did you do the machete order or no 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 no, no. I'm, I'm just doing i'm just doing the the cinematic release order oh okay i know i i didn't i didn't want to overcomplicate it yeah because um, i i want that reaction where she's like oh, wait what you know like the reveal of uh oh. darth vader Oh no! It's not even okay. So something about my girlfriend is, uh, she loves spoilers. Okay. Oh. She, she, okay. I know. Yeah. My wife's like she, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like she she needs to know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. at, at least at least if she has a question like, um the the whole dark, like the whole Luke Skywalker Princess Leia and mm-hmm. Han Solo thing. Uh, I had to make a deal with her that I, I would tell her the the full reason why she would choose one over the other mm-hmm. at the end of uh empire strikes back yeah because i wasn't sure which one they re- they revealed that i after my head i couldn't i knew they they this they told that it took you know, a while they eventually yeah they eventually said that you know Le- leia's his sister but i wasn't sure which movie it was in so i was like uh finish watching empire strikes back and then i'll tell you um yeah, dude, it's been fun rewatching it. I, I gotta be honest, I haven't seen the original trilogy since I was probably 
11, 12, mm-hmm. in like the VHS, yeah. the VHS copies we had. Um, she just got into, we just finished watching uh, Phantom Menace, okay. uh, which is which is really funny seeing that reaction. Um, not only not only seeing like, you know, after seeing how uh, psychopathic Darth Vader was in the original, but also seeing her reaction, seeing like, oh, that's that's young Sky, that's young uh, our Darth, Darth Vader. Uh-huh. That little boy, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Seeing her reaction, and this is how I knew like she was legit into it. Yeah, when she's like, finally, they're actually using the force and their their lightsabers the right way. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm all, and I explained to her, I'm like, well, the original one, they really didn't have the budget to hire martial uh, arts, co- martial artists, mm-hmm. uh, fight coordinators. Mm-hmm. So, but like for the Phantom Menace, they really went all out and hired people to actually use sword fighting, mm-hmm. uh, so they could reenact. You know, they choreographed the fights with the lightsabers and also throwing some some flips and spins and stuff like that. Um, and the other thing is, she's like, there are so many times in the original trilogy where she's wondering why Luke doesn't use the Force more often. Yeah. Uh, so in this time, like they're you know, since they're Jedi Masters, they're using the Force left and right. <laughs> <laughs> so she's enjoying that um yeah usually saw... padawans don't have like they, they have force push they have a couple I, well I, i'll talk about that a little later um yeah so mm-hmm. so, so I, I i pretty much explained to her i'm like the you have to think of it this way luke wasn't a fully trained jedi he mm-hmm. kind of got the the leftover notes of a yeah. class that doesn't that doesn't get taught anymore mm-hmm um in the in phantom menace these are jedis that have trained for years they've been taught you know like the proper way the apprenticeship and stuff like that Mm -hmm. there's a whole fleet of jedis too right and then i told Mm -hmm. them like also production wise they didn't really have the budget to make special effects every single time they just want to show the force (laughs) uh but like so i I gave her both both explanations the the Mm -hmm. production and the story the, Mm -hmm. the the canon answer uh she also saw jar jar for the first time <laughs> oh yeah and she Did goes oh was what were you say no i just want to see what her reaction is uh she liked jar jar mm-hmm. and she's like i'm like i'm like yeah fair warning jar jar is a very polarizing character people either think he's funny or that he's annoying as hell and ruined the franchise yeah <laughs> and she goes and she goes and this is like early on when he's like first introduced and she goes, no, I like him. He's funny. And then around the last 30 minutes in the movie, when they're doing the pod race, she goes, okay, yeah, he's annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's made for kids. And I think that's the reason why um, I think it was overused. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think this uh, weekend, I'm not sure how much time we're going to have. Uh, hopefully knock out the rest of the, the prequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, I forgot how long these movies were. Oh yeah, they're long as hell. <laughs> and and I I didn't put it into our news segment, but they did release a time for the new Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. uh, the Rise of Skywalker, and it's only two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, they cut the, it down. They cut it. Yeah, down. the the prequels are over two hours and thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised mm-hmm. um, that they chopped it down. But yeah, I, I I'm so far we're on track to finish the the eight movies. Mm-hmm. and then just in time for the movie that comes out in three weeks yeah and we uh both got our tickets um yes thank you adam tickets <laughs> thank you <laughs> worked out fine yeah yeah surprisingly uh, uh uh there's something in the glitch that 
uh, was in my favor, I guess. Uh, there's something that happened uh, with one of the ticket bookings. And uh, I had to go to Adam tickets to get the tickets. But it turns out that I also get tickets in the other system. But there's a whole bug thing. And I don't want to talk about because I don't want to get my tickets revoked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised that there's been glitches. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot of... It, it's it's pretty much a, a denial of service attack. Yeah. But in, in the actual real sense, not the mm-hmm. hacker phrase. Yeah. <clears throat> um last thing for my updates uh i did volunteering on saturday at the oc food bank it's kind of my annual tradition mm-hmm. and it's been fun so uh, every year i go to through my work uh several companies do like a volunteer day at the oc food bank and we do like an assembly line of like mm-hmm. packaging cereal uh juices canned goods mm-hmm. rice um just try to crank out as many boxes as we can and each one goes mm-hmm. to a, a different family um and it's been fun because at first it started off with just me and maybe some co-workers that just decided to volunteer for a fun team event and little by little my my group has expanded uh it went from my brother joining me to uh my friend juliet and then the next year it was Ju- my friend juliet's co-worker my brother and his wife and now this time around, we had about eight people help me out. Like they're all wow. like, kind of jumping in. So it's I think nice. uh, I think the more you're exposing yourself to this mm-hmm. every single year, a lot more people are probably going to join you too. Yeah, if I ever yeah. go back, I, I would totally join you. Yeah, and, and it's fun. Um, mm-hmm. It's quick too. It's two hours really, <clears throat> and, and it's yeah. it's timed out perfectly to so like the point where you can go full speed for about two hours, and then right when you're about to like get tired or start to feel it, mm-hmm. the shift's over. So you're good. So was this over the <clears throat> weekend or was it on the weekday? It was over the weekend. It was a uh, mm-hmm. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, my dad works there. <laughs> he works there on the weekdays. Uh, he's yeah, a designer did... and he does uh, a lot of the ads and stuff for them. And he's also one of the managers. He um, he usually goes out and help people, you know, um, figure out how to save money and mm-hmm. how to help uh, people that need help. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. They they do really good stuff there. Besides the whole uh, food bank, they do a bunch of other things too. Yeah. Um. One thing I was kind of tempted to do is that they, this year we're actually starting next year. They're gonna have uh some specialized plates, license mm-hmm. plates for cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how they usually do like the veterans, firefighters, uh, the wild the wildlife kind of things. Um, they're doing they're gonna start doing it for California food banks. Uh, with a picture of John Lennon. Um. I forgot what the quote was. I believe it's "Imagine the World" or or something like that. It's pretty much a reference to one of the songs when it says like "Imagine the World," uh, if there was no starving people or something like that, or nobody was starving. Yeah. So in the state of Florida, I've seen so many different license plates. It's just not the the one with the oranges. There's like one for almost everything. Yeah. Uh, they have a, a special one for NASA. They have one for the um, uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. They have one for the dolphins. Um, I will say I'm I, I'm shocked that California doesn't have as many. Mm-hmm. I think we have a total of like eight. But I've seen yeah like other states they have like team names or team uh team plates or whatever. So I think like the Arizona has the Arizona Cardinals one. Yeah. Um. But L. A. We have multiple teams here in different sports, and I've never seen one for yeah. a team. So as of 2015, that's the. Uh, the best I could find here. <laughs> uh, since 2015, 
there's over 120 special uh special <laughs> license plates so that's crazy dude mm-hmm. i don't even yeah. know uh i'm sure should, i'm i see it'd be nice if they do it for like school districts they have one for uh, ucf they have one for uf uh they no, have no, no, one no. I'm, yeah. I'm saying more public schools especially oh, oh, oh yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um but yeah no so I, I i i just thought that was cool because uh they actually went to yoko ono to get a get permission to use the john lennon john lennon's image and his quote from a song uh for the plate oh that's cool yeah so i'm like oh yoko has his right the rights to his estate okay cool mm-hmm. all right so on a different note um how do you feel about this because coming out very soon paramount's um whole spiel where uh i think it was 19 let me get the exact date here um since 1948 a paramount consent decree uh it was an agreement that blocked monopolistic studio practices so in a way uh not all of the uh, studios are allowed to buy their own theaters to show their own movies, but okay. instead, movie theaters will have to show a bunch of movie uh, studios. So it's not monopolized. Yeah. So that way, so it's the the yeah. theaters are dis- are the distributors. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that way, when you go into the movie theater, you're not controlled to the only movies that you can see, but you have more choices. Um, yeah. So coming up very soon. Actually, I think already. Uh, or actually not yet but i don't i don't have the exact date but um yeah it's going to be lifted so i think we might see some studios negotiate some things to buy movie theaters uh but how do you feel about that like for example if you were to go to amc to watch like disney movies yeah. uh how would you feel about that versus going to uh century movie theaters to watch like um sony I mean, we're kind of seeing that with the streaming services now. Yeah, we're starting. We're starting to see them kind of segregate toward, and keep towards themselves. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, I mean, on one side, it's good. Say Disney owned a certain chain of theaters or had an mm-hmm. exclusive deal for theaters. Um, it'd be very easy for parents to just know I can take my kids or drop them, drop off my kids with their friends to go watch a movie if they're like say in junior high, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and not to worry about them sneaking into a rated R movie. However, it sucks for smaller studios because you might start to see more Disney, more Sony, more Universal movie theaters popping up, and you'll have to go to this small crappy movie yeah. theater to watch other studios' movies, say a bad robot movie or something. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean we already see, you know, the different movie experiences at each movie theater um a, a good example would be going to century theaters to watch their stupid um xd and then going to amc to watch the amazing dolby you know yeah um yeah i mean it, it's gonna be like that all over again um but here's the thing i i would hate the fact that if movies get split up like that we're gonna have to choose sides yeah we're gonna have to choose sides because at the end of the day i i have a feeling they're gonna do subscriptions to these theaters so that means that you're gonna be owning more subscriptions which is such a big headache right now there's subscriptions for everything you know oh no again it's the smaller studios are gonna be screwed over by this because it's Mm -hmm. gonna be if it's not an exclusive theater to just i mean if it's not a 
a studio exclusive theater uh the only way smaller studios are going to be able to get even their their film shown is through smaller crappy theaters that have no deal mm-hmm. or maybe leasing a screen uh, a screen at one of the theaters so mm-hmm. uh the bad robot is going to be leasing a screen at a universal exclusive theater mm-hmm. for a specific runtime mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it's going to suck for for smaller production yeah. companies. Uh, well, recently Netflix uh, made a deal <clears throat> with Paris theaters to show Netflix movies, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. I mean, which okay, for, well that that's that's a little bit different though because Netflix mainly wants to do it to have a theatrical release just to qualify for certain awards. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's the only thing they care about. They just mm-hmm. want that. They just want to say that they were releasing theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't like to see any of that stuff happening. I, I would like to yeah. continue to go to the movie theater and having multiple options. Yeah. What's the uh, that theater theater neutrality yeah. hashtag theater neutrality? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess uh, that can start trending once you know things start happening. I think that would probably be a really big trending hashtag. All right, so uh, talking about. Things that Actually, are trending. I'll, um, I'll pa- pause you there for a second. Uh, my girlfriend says happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Hello, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank All you. right. All right. So uh, talking about other popular trending uh, things, Star Wars Fallen Order has gotten so many rave reviews on how good this game is. And uh, I was able to snatch a copy and I'm going to have to say, dude, this is so good. This is probably by far... One of the best Star Wars games ever made, besides um, Jedi Outcast um, and Kotar, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a really good, well-made game. And I'll tell you why. Hmm. The worlds that you explore in this is so open. Uh, yes, it kind of pushes you to go through like each section and it's kind of like directing you into certain areas, but they don't force you to go there right away. You're allowed to explore the whole entire world itself before you get to where you need to go. Um, and you could also go back later to explore. There's a lot of things that so, they, yeah, go ahead. Let's say so, so, so kind of like a, the fallout kind of thing. Like it's a, you can either continue on the main campaign or go off and go explore something else. Yeah. Yeah. You can do your own side missions if you want to. Um, well, they don't even give you side missions. You just eventually like find something like there's like, you, you know, those Easter eggs that you have to go around and find Yeah. in a bunch of other games. Um, yeah. they, they have them here too, but, um, they have them in like, uh, like for example, when we play Destiny, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of loot boxes that are uh, hidden in certain places, and sometimes right. there's those golden ones. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you find these, sometimes they would give you like uh, um, skins for your lightsaber, so you can build your own lightsaber, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can customize everything. Uh, the force is really cool. Uh, there's a lot of different skills and. When you play this game, they kind of tell you that every single Jedi have their own unique skill, which is very interesting because uh, going back to what you were talking about earlier, Luke is not trained enough to become like a grandmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually in the past couple of movies that we saw, 
he's gone beyond that. And it seems like he's gone beyond to where he's able to master his craft so well with his uh, uh, force ghosts and stuff. Um, so in this one, uh, Fallen Order, you follow this guy. His name is Cal. It takes place right after the the sixth movie. Or uh, Order. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so so I, think, after... I think it's before Force Awakens. Okay. Yeah. So this is before between Force Awakens and uh, Empire Sh- and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So during this time, you know, there's not a whole lot of uh, Jedi's left. Um, mm-hmm. All the Jedi's are kind, or all the new Jedi's are kind of um, young, or someone like Luke, who's mm-hmm. uh, you know able to escape. Uh, Cal was lucky enough to survive a uh, big purge. Order 66. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he got lucky. He went to an off world where um, they were doing like construction. So then he just worked every day as a con- uh, a worker. And eventually um, they were able to, to seek him out, the Empire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he runs away and he's on his journey. He bumps into a couple of people that would help him um, bring back the Jedi Order. Yeah. So I don't know how far this leads up to, but I have a feeling that he has something to do with how Luke was able to um, open up that temple again and then start teaching young Padawans. Yeah. So okay. I think that's what this game is about. And dude, so far, I'm loving this game. Um, the only thing that I wish that this game has is double jump. It does not have double jump oh, like a Jedi Outcast. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh my god! He just reminded me of something. Uh, I, 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 during, uh, while we were watching the original trilogy, mm-hmm. it was nice seeing uh, certain quotes or references that would be later used in other movies, uh, such as uh, Yoda saying that he that what was it called? Oh, is I think it was Empire. No, Return of the Jedi. Uh, when Yoda is dying, he tells Luke that he's going to be the last Jedi. I was like, oh, that's where it's from. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot yeah, about that. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, well, he wasn't wrong. He, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he mm-hmm. was the last Jedi, uh, which I think kind of gives an inkling that Rey is not going to be a Jedi. She's going to be something else that we've kind of talked about before, that somewhere the, the gray the gray side or something like that, the gray mm-hmm. Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, sorry. That, that was just a little memory you triggered when you so, said when you, it, you talked in, about In it. this game... Um, I think Luke is the last Jedi. It's just that yeah. this kid Cal, he lost his way of of having those Force powers. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anybody in the uh, the galaxy was um, giving off power. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'll spoil a little bit because I mean it's basically the premise. Um, and I haven't even got there yet because they're just telling you what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um. There is some type of map okay. that can sense all of the young um, force users in the galaxy. Okay. So with this map, you're able to find these um, force users and bring them together and start a a new Jedi order. So I mean, they kind of hinted so basically at that. rebuilding. Yeah. Which they mm-hmm. kind of hinted at that at the end of the Last Jedi mm-hmm. with uh, that kid, the the the, mm-hmm. the kid that cleans out the barn. That he clearly had some sort of force power. Maybe he wasn't going to be part of the story, 
but it shows that there are still people out there that have strong connection with the force even without training yeah the new spark the all spark transformers <laughs> optimus the last yeah. night it all, it's all triggering <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's all, all right so here. speaking of uh of video games um yeah i'm gonna do my quick uh, um, uh first impressions of stadia all so right, yeah yeah so we talked about stadia before uh google rolling out their new um invisible console because <laughs> you don't really cloud, see the console cloud-based console yeah uh so my first impression is yes it works <laughs> but here's well, that's the a relief yeah it, it works pretty well when it does work um if you have a slow connections for sure you're gonna have a really rough time which what but, did i tell you i i, I I haven't experienced the, the the worst. Uh I've only seen what people talk about online. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um so Stadia is on the right track, but there's nothing that really pulls you into saying, "Oh, I got to have Stadia." Because all of the games that you can play on here, you can play on any other console. So, I mean, why play on this when you can play on the consoles? You you get uh, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, until they have a, a dedicated IP that it's like, oh, you got to play this game. And the only place to play it is on Stadia. So right now it's more like the games are just a proof of concept rather than a draw. Yeah. I feel like what right now what they're trying to do at this point is trying to, you know, try to work out the kinks. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, it's still, I mean, that that's very Google though. Google has a tendency of, releasing unfinished projects yeah um yeah the stadia works it's it's functional but it's not what another company would have released this is like phase two like completed the hardware phase three is developing the content mm-hmm. which they have not completed no yeah and it, you know uh there's a couple other companies out there that already did uh, go down this path already and where are it's... they now anton where are they now <laughs> Uh, one one was called Gang uh, Gangkai, oh, and it got bought by it got bought by PlayStation, uh, and it became PlayStation View. Yeah, and PlayStation View finally shut down their servers last month. Yeah, um, and yeah, and then there's also Oya, which is like a Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and that totally failed too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Anton, uh, that was our week update. You ready to get into the news? Yeah, let's get into news. All right, uh, so Disney Plus reactions. Uh, there's a couple of things that, well, Disney Plus, I should say, was released two weeks ago. Uh, that's one reason we've kind of been off, not recording as much because we kind of wanted to dive into that content. Uh, initial impressions that I've been seeing on Twitter, besides the whole hiccup at launch, mm-hmm. uh, was that people were not too happy with what they did to the original Simpsons episodes. Oh, yeah. Um, it was being chopped off the top and the bottom to make it, uh, yeah, cause be, be, yeah. So they did two things. So they, they, they it went from standard or is it letterbox letterbox, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. letterbox resolution or aspect to uh widescreen but instead of put it just putting the black borders on either end they chopped it to make it fit the frame which just zoomed in to the existing picture 
which people were not too happy about because it cut off some of the jokes. Yeah. Uh, visual gags, I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that did, the positive thing is they did something called, oh, I'm blanking out the name on it, uh, digital smoothing? Mm-hmm. Something smoothing. So pretty much Re- they- Remastering they, it? Yeah, they remastered because it, it's still the old, those episodes were were animated traditionally with hand-drawn uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they still, you still see a lot of pencil marks, a little bit of squirminess. So what they did, they went in, smoothed out the coloring, the lines. So it still looks a little bit out, but I mean, looks mm-hmm. nicer than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, two episodes. Uh, first one that I was surprised that they added in is uh, when Homer goes to the World Trade Center. Oh, that's mm-hmm. like the first. Ep- I, I, my brother came over the day Disney Plus launched, and when I showed him The Simpsons, that's the first thing he looked for is to see if they had that episode of it because that show has that episode has been out of syndication since mm-hmm. 9/11. Wow! So yeah. they added that. They added it in. Mm-hmm. They okay. did take out an episode of uh, when the White Michael Jackson episode. Oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, that's been had. I feel like there's no way Disney could have won with that one. If they took it mm-hmm. out, the Simpsons fans would have been pissed. If they left it in, the Michael Jackson haters would have been pissed. So yeah, there's no way on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are gonna go into the shows a little bit later. I feel like I'm missing something, but uh, that's fine. Um, there was another bit of news that we got over the over the weekend or late last week. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sonic got a redesign. Yeah, dude. It, okay, so my reaction was. Now I actually want to see this movie like really bad. I want to see this like now. <laughs> that you're not alone. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if, if anybody that saw the original trailer, uh, mm-hmm. he looked. I'm gonna say this like a weird. I don't, I don't even say it, like a rat, like just like a generic, r- yeah. like janky yeah, yeah. rat with that's blue, mm-hmm. uh, with human teeth. Now he actually looks like the legit Sonic that we know, and mm-hmm. to the point where I, I actually had to double check to make sure. That what I was seeing was not some sort of concept or fan uh, fan creation using the mm-hmm. Sonic from the video game. It actually looks like the legit Sonic. Mm-hmm. Because of that, with that new trailer, people are actually enjoying what they're seeing. They actually because yeah. because not before we not only did we get a crappy design of Sonic, but it was a teaser. Now we're mm-hmm. getting a preview of the actual movie with the Sonic we love, and people are getting into it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, I think with this trailer, though, I think, I mean, it, it's, if you look at the views, it's a lot of people watching this. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to do really well in the movie theater, regardless of what it is. I mean, maybe it'll be another movie that is pretty close to beating out that curse, that video game curse. That video game curse. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, because people are digging the Jim Carrey thing. They're digging the new redesign. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. The Jim Carrey thing. I thought the joke, like his his act. Well, his acting is always overreacting. Yeah. And there was that scene where I'm like, oh my god, he's overreacting. But then he kicks it in with a a really funny joke that like is like, yes. Okay. I take that back. That was funny. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No, th- he does have a. Couple- You're right. I think in the teaser it was worse. In the teaser it looked like just cheesy with not not a lot of funny. Yeah, now with the extra trailer you actually get a full watch you it at all. The, Yeah, you actually get the jokes. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I I think the only thing that bugs me so far is the whole alien thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That t- that Sonic is an alien to keep him on the planet and mm-hmm. the the planet that we know is uh the game that we know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, so other than the Sonic redesign um <clears throat> that was announced, there was something else else that was announced and it happened in California in Hawthorne? Yes. Yeah. What was that? Uh Tesla announced their new truck. I want to say their first truck. Uh, mm-hmm. this would mean more of the, they've done the semi truck. They've done the, the, the model S now this one is more for the pickup, pickup truck users. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say there's a lot of controversy around the design, not controversy, but mixed feelings. Yeah. Uh, because it's so boxy. Uh, if anybody wants, if anybody hasn't seen the Tesla truck, uh, think of, a stealth bomber. <laughs> Very sharp <laughs> corners. I, I I honestly was expecting him to say that it's it's it was radar and it was invisible in radar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so there was two tests that he did to show mm-hmm. uh, how how amazing it was. Uh, the first one was that the panels, while the design looks ugly, the panels are actually super strong and can withstand a lot of force. So yeah, one almost, demo he did almost bulletproof. Almost bulletproof. So mm-hmm. one of the demos he did was he got the is it the head designer or I forgot, yeah, one head of the, designer head designer mm-hmm. gave him a sledgehammer and said just go ahead and hit the side of the the car mm-hmm. hit it fine hit it a couple more times fine uh, he was a little hesitant but after like he saw that it didn't leave a mark it was, he was confident second test they talked about how amazing the how amazingly strong the the windshields were the wind uh, the side well the glass in general mm-hmm. um the guy point blank got a baseball and threw it at the window anton do you know what happened yeah i know exactly what happened it cracked yeah the, the first time yeah so they the, tried to do it again with the back windows and yeah. it cracked the second time yeah do you know what do you know, do you know why that happened yes i know exactly why that happened why is that Okay, so before anything, they they did do tests. They mm-hmm. did try throwing the ball at the window, um, and this is a metal ball too. So oh, I thought it was it, a baseball. No, no, it's oh. it's an actual uh, metal ball. It's okay, heavy. so it's, it's a giant ball bearing, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they threw it at the window, and it just bounced back. And they did it multiple times. Yeah. So. What ended up happening was during the presentation when he used a sledgehammer, uh, he hit it so hard that the window kind of nudged down a little bit. And because it nudged down a little bit, it has that gap where uh, it doesn't have the the sealant at the top to um, reinforce. reinforce the glass. That's why it broke. Yeah. So if it had that, it would have... Uh, push all the force into the, the the whole frame itself but it wasn't part of the frame because of the sledgehammer yeah I, i've heard that explanation i also heard that uh the sledgehammer actually created micro mi- micro fractures in the glass mm-hmm. and that just created a weak point in the glass so once it actually put the stress the force of the ball it created enough of a stress fracture that it just shattered it mm-hmm. um either way it doesn't seem like they tested the demos together. It seems like they tested the demos separately. They tested the sledgehammer. They did. Yeah. They did. Um, either way, though. I and mean, and tell you what, yeah, either way, at the end of the day, they got good publicity out of it, even though their stocks went down 5%. But, I mean, it only went down for 
so long and it shot straight back up when they announced how many people uh, actually uh, uh, pre-ordered the truck. Which the pre-order is cheap, isn't it? Like a hundred dollars to save your spot. Yeah, hundred dollars. And dude, the the tr- the pricing range for this truck is very co- very competitive to all of the trucks that are currently out there right now. Yeah. Uh, for something that is a cheap truck, you can you can do pretty well with the uh, the basic Cybertruck uh, configurations. Yeah. Uh, several things to note too. Uh, well, mm-hmm. the the one on top of everything is uh, Milan tweeted. <laughs> I did it for the memes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, when people were asking about the design. Uh, the other thing too is that the chassis for this truck uh, can be can have a lot of different designs mounted on top of it. So the mm-hmm. Model S is very limited on what you could what it can be. It you know that's only one the Model S design. This mm-hmm. one they can pretty much change the design of the car and just still put put on the same chassis. So mm-hmm. while people judge this design or how it looks right now it might not be the final product and even if it is they can come up with other designs later on using the same chassis uh so it won't affect their production line as much i like the design uh, when i first saw it, i'm I, like okay okay I, l- let me let me okay let me ease it in a little bit okay it's Blade okay. Runner. <laughs> okay, so one thing I've noticed too, there's besides endless memes, the the top, my favorite one is mm-hmm. uh, somebody just made the DeLorean out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. All I had to do was put the exhaust things in the back. Um, Someone well, made a Halo one. Did you see that one? No, but I saw a Pikachu one. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, but no, yeah. one thing that that's showing me though is that this design, the flat panels, can mm-hmm. make it very friendly to what's hot right now in cars is shrink wrapping or just wraps mm-hmm. so even if you don't like the initial design of the car you better believe there's gonna be a lot of like independent body shops that will have their own custom designs for this type of thing yeah um hey, so I- the cool thing i like about it in the back uh, of the flatbed there's a modular things on the sides of the whole flatbed where you can pretty much like jerry rig anything into it because it has like a little hole where you can start drilling like little nuts and bolts into there so you can pretty build pretty much build your own contraption on whatever you want in the back of the truck yeah you can start putting like shelves you can do whatever you want so it's kind of cool and the other thing we forgot and it's because the demo snafu stole the show uh, mm-hmm. There's also a mini ATV in the back that they had. Oh, yeah, dude. That, <laughs> everybody ATV forgot looks about it. really cool. That everybody, ATV looks really cool. I was like, everybody forgot about it because the the the, sna- the the mistake cost so much or drew mm-hmm. so much attention because they're demoing yeah. they're demoing the the ATV. Meanwhile, this you still see the shattered glass on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so with the ATV on top, it actually looks really cool. It looks like uh, it's got a couple more edges on the design. Yeah. which uh, gives it kind of like a, a tail or a spoiler kind of look to it. Yeah. I imagine there's going to be at least two different designs for this, so I'm, I'm excited. Uh, mm-hmm. Tesla, I, people hate, but secretly, they know it's the future. Yeah. All right, Anton. Right. Uh, next story here, uh, Nickelodeon. <clears throat> uh, because Netflix is pulling out of a lot of their properties, uh, Fox, Marvel, uh, Disney Channel, Disney Movies, uh netflix has to make another deal so one of the deals that they've made is a multi-year deal with nickelodeon to produce original animated movies and tv series based on existing and new ips 
<clears throat> so pretty much Nickelodeon. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I think they're kind of doing that, but I guess they're finally easing into like doing a lot more because they they were doing Avatar for a while and they're still doing that. The well, live action. I, I think they've tested it for a while. I mean, they've mm-hmm. had their partnership with like, like with Avatar. Uh, they've done the Rocco Rocco's Modern Life. Mm-hmm. They've done the Invader Zim, which are both old IPs mm-hmm. but very popular with Nickelodeon fans. Uh, I think because. Nick, Nick Netflix is so desperate for new content or like high higher end content on the higher end uh, mainstream content and Nickelodeon really doesn't have a streaming service uh, like Disney Fox or Disney Disney I mean even freaking ABC NBC is going to have their own uh, streaming service yeah uh, I, I always thought that Nickelodeon was part of Universal but they were only renting out the yeah. park to have their uh, their attraction I mean, I mean Simpsons too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they have their own universal thing. Uh, so I'm kind of curious to what other shows they're going to bring back, uh, or even what they're going to create. So I mean, it's it's another outlet for Nickelodeon to at least, at the very least, split the budget on production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, <clears throat> that is it for news. Anton, are you ready to get into streaming? Yep, let's get into streaming. It's going to be a biggie. Yep. All right, uh, starting off with, uh, let's, go, let's go Apple Plus. Um, while I went to San Diego, one thing I did check out was the show Dickinson mm-hmm. uh, starring uh, Haley Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's, <laughs> I love this show, dude. It's, it's like a, it's, it's like a <clears throat> set in old times, but with like a modern twist. Yeah, it's like there's, there's still teenagers. There's still... Mm-hmm. They have that that teen angst, and it's so it's funny and weird. Um, it's I like pure- how they they incorporate a lot of the modern slang into the writing, so you can understand and and, yeah. and and get the jokes easier. And and if you haven't heard of the show, it's the life of Emily Dickinson turned into a series. Um, it's just so funny how they incorporate you know the real life Emily Dickinson's into uh, like her future and just kind of trickle it into like jokes um yeah it's 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 modern language mm-hmm. uh some of it is very poetic and that's one thing i loved about it too is that the the way people talked um the dialogue either the dialogue between characters or just one person having a soliloquy it was, they had patterns they had rhythm to it so i like that too um they it, it's pretty much modern dialogue with the emily dickinson thing i mean there's a there's a part in the in the show one of the episodes where there's this like modern like female writer who was literally in it just like she was just writing crap because it would sell she mm-hmm. sold out and all she cares about is money and somebody asked her like oh what's you know what motivates you is it the art is you, you know <coughs> is it, uh, express Stevie yourself King. <laughs> <laughs> and she says she says i'm about the hustle um yeah like stuff is weird slang like that uh, they kind of throw little like jabs at other writers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She goes, "Oh, a story about women growing up, uh, and then one of them eventually facing a tragedy. Uh, something women, little women. Uh, screw it, it's trash. Whatever, I don't care." <laughs> and then there's another one about like you know like oh like I want to travel the world you know sail around like oh that'd be great a travel adventure at sea you know maybe like a giant whale. Uh, no, that's stupid. 
<laughs> like so many little jabs so i'm like I, I dude i loved it i can't wait for season two uh mm-hmm. it's only 10 episodes uh it has like it's surreal moments but other than that it's it's you know it's a teenage girl regardless of what time it is what what time period it takes place in it's uh it's done very well and i, I, th- mm-hmm. I don't think i could have picked a better person than Haley steinfeld for this one yeah she's she's great yeah. she nails it dude yep yep all right, so uh, next thing on the list here, uh, we got Adult Swim, and it's Rick and Morty back with their new season, and uh, I'm all caught up. I think they're on the third episode now. Uh, it's been out for three weeks. Dude, it's really good. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm super stoked with what they're going through right now. Um, it seems like they're hitting home with every single episode. Um, so far, having a lot of laughs. Um, I think uh, the most recent episode is kind of a poke fun of Oceans uh, 8, 9, 10, 11. Uh, it's really funny. Um, I've heard that their, I don't know if their goal is or they're starting to the season, mm-hmm. but to kind of re- remind audiences that Rick is not a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like as much as he's you not. love the guy, mm-hmm. he's an a-hole and he's well, not, okay, he's so not, he's not exactly the most, uh, how's it? He's, he's not, always he's trying to manipulate guy. his grandson to have adventures with him. Doesn't matter how. Uh, how much he wants to get away from Rick, he Rick always finds a way to bring him back. No, no, no. It's not even that. It's just like how how broken he is. Mm-hmm. Like he's not okay, guys. Like literally, no, like he's not. <laughs> that 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 episode with with uh with Mini, what was it called? Is it Mini Rick? A uh, pickle Rick? No, no, no. The other one where he's like a teenager. He's a, he, like he uh-huh. the, yeah yeah little Rick house, yeah yeah little mm-hmm. Rick or whatever um where he did he did a song and I'm looking literally, at it right now i have a poster on my oh yeah um <laughs> yeah it's like, it's, he's doing a song pretty much saying like how he's in pain and stuff like that and yeah no are you still looking <laughs> at the poster <laughs> yeah i'm looking at the poster uh, uh so i have a, a poster of him it's a little rick cool rick rock star rick uh sober rick and then regular rick Mm-hmm. um yeah anyway sorry i i didn't mean to rail that but i just i i have mm-hmm. not seen the season yet um yeah. so i'm you know i'll probably catch up on the seasons up <laughs> not really yeah. worried, not really worried about spoilers mm-hmm. all right uh ready to dive into disney plus yes let's get into disney plus section yeah <laughs> of the streaming the yeah, subsection of, the stream. of streaming <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right, Anton. Uh, you added old Disney. So, what exactly old Disney are you looking here? The vault. Okay, no, we're talking about like uh, our childhood days, uh, okay. which is the Disney Channel stuff. Uh, uh, okay, you could see a whole big variety of Disney Channel original movies on this uh, this service. So you got like uh, Johnny Tsunami. You got yep. Xenon. Uh, and uh, besides those, they have a lot of old TV shows, too. I didn't check to see if they have uh, Famous Jet Jackson. I would totally watch they did that. It. They did it. They I didn't. checked. Yeah. Um, I'm sad about that. And they also don't have the jersey, which is another one I was oh, looking forward man. to. Yeah. Um, so my brother has my brother thinks maybe, maybe they didn't add the Famous Jet Jackson because of how that ended. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it, it's a good show. It is. Uh, yeah. 
So besides all of those, they revamped a new show. Oh, well, actually, an old IP, and it's called Bug Juice. Do you remember Bug Juice? Have you ever seen Bug Juice? I think I do, but I also remember that Nickelodeon had a show called Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, so Salute Your Shorts was basically a scripted show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sitcom, basically. Right, right. So Bug Juice is a reality TV show about these kids that go to a camp up in Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kids are ranges anywhere from 13 to like 16 year olds. Okay. Uh, so every year that some of them would come back and meet again and uh, some will find love, some will uh, be an asshole, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a really cool show to watch back in the days. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a kid's, it's a teenager version of the real world. Mm-hmm. So fasting forward, they made it a revamp version, same camp, but my wife and I, we, we're big fans. Mm-hmm. So we watched the first episode. Not even like five minutes in, we had to shut down the the channel. It uh, is so bad. Let me it guess. So bad. It's it's way overproduced. No, it's not. It's not. It's not that. Um, it's it's reality. So I mean, it's it's not overproduced. It's a really. It's the same camp. Everything looks the same. Mm-hmm. Even the sign is exactly the same. Okay. Um, I'll, okay. So here's the problem with the show. They made it so toned down, and the kids that are in the show are too young. Uh, and I think the reason why they're trying to do is they're trying to capture uh, the younger audience into watching this uh, show. Uh, not just that, but also it gives them, it gives each character, or not character, but each person on the show a longer time period that they can be on it. So if they get 10 year olds, they can at least have the kid. If the show's successful, they can have the kid for about seven years before they're too old for kids. Yeah, but, but that's not how this show works, um, though. Like they don't sign kids on. Like these kids just happen to be there, oh. and they're like, "Okay, do you want to be the main character?" That's it. And then if they oh. don't come back next year, they don't come back. Trust me, I, this is. I have a feeling that they're going to try to do like the whole team mom or, or what's it called, sixteen and pregnant kind of thing. Yeah, but they they have like older teens there, but they don't focus on those. They focus because on like, they're because the, the older teens are not going to be there. Dude, I'm telling you right now, this is their plan. Next season, it's gonna be they're gonna be revisiting the same kids going to the same camp, or at least some of the same kids, and then they're gonna like try to try to follow them each season. Introdu- think think the grassy but reality show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the, I bet you anything that that's what they're trying to do here because they don't want to mm-hmm. risk one year. Or bringing a new set of kids, and there's the the audience doesn't doesn't uh, react to not react uh, respond well to the new kids for one season. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Terrace House right now, uh, the new season, and uh, they, they have new characters all the time. They come and go, yeah. and I actually enjoy that. Like it's I don't know. There's a difference between like watching like Jersey Shore style shows that uh, reality shows and watching. Um, uh, these real reality TV shows. Season Not two, scripted. Anton. Season two, Anton. I'm telling you right, All right now. Well, we'll just have to see. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah. Ep- episode <laughs> episode one ninety something. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. 
I, I will admit, uh, me and my girlfriend, out of curiosity, we did watch Xenon. Um, we got about halfway through before we decided to just stop it and go out to eat. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah. It's, not it's, bad. it's cheesy. It's, it's, mm-hmm. uh, the, the dialogue is way more transparent than I remember. Mostly I'll tell you I what's bad. Good. I'll tell you what's bad. Um, Meet the Deedles. Have, have you ever seen that movie? It no. stars. It stars. Um, I don't even know one of the guys' name, but uh, it's it has Paul Walker. Like the, these guys are brothers, yeah. and they live in Hawaii, and they just lost their privilege of living this rich life. Mm-hmm. So they get sent to like Wisconsin, to like you know up in the mountains somewhere. Yeah, and uh, they basically flew there, and they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be really cold. So we gotta pack our stuff, you know, make sure that we pack everything uh, for for the, for the cold winter. So they arrive in Wisconsin and they're wearing wetsuits. <laughs> yeah, oh it's it's a really cheesy movie, and I can't believe I was watching it for like an hour until I was like, "All right, I gotta shut this off. This is this is really stupid." I can't remember what I was watching. Uh, what? Because we, me and girlfriend, were just kind of like playing around with the Disney Plus, and I forgot what we turned on. And we literally lasted five minutes before we're like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I told her, I'm like, I- I'm checked out. She goes, yeah, please turn it off. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, the funny thing about, you know, Disney Plus is there's a lot of memory lane stuff. And oh there's a lot of God. stuff where you're like cringing like really bad. You know what? You know what movie we watched that uh, me, and my, me and her started getting so offended or like got, uh, called out like this is not okay? What? What? um the the gotta kick it up the like oh, the cheerleaders okay. uh-huh, uh-huh um so it, it was pretty much disney channel's uh attempt to redo uh bring it on mm-hmm. with hispanic characters so i think they're trying to they're trying they're trying to pop they're trying to uh capitalize on the popularity of bring it on but also bring in the hispanic viewers yeah and oh i actually my- enjoy that i don't know it, it, it was interesting that. it was interesting yeah. seeing seeing like america mm-hmm. ferrera before she became popular that was one mm-hmm. of her uh lesser known roles mm-hmm. um but some of the things that were done were kind of like how stupid are these parents like <laughs> like why would you let your kid do i don't know um mm-hmm. or oh crap what was the other one? Oh, and then also i look i was looking up like behind the the scene behind the scene like i, I always like to like look up um like production stuff casting and the main girl, the star of the movie, is 26. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this is high school. It's supposed to be junior high. <laughs> so you have a 26-year-old playing what's supposed to be, say, an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that's my assumption. All I know is it's junior high. So that's what? 13 tops? Mm-hmm. So that's at least a 13. Literally, she's twice as old as, as the character should be. And their co-stars are... I think America Ferrera was 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other girls were 17 and 19. Mm-hmm. So not only is the main girl older than the role she's supposed to be, twice the age she's supposed to be, she's also at least six or seven years older than the other her co-stars. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it was... some people have that um, uh, baby face still. She doesn't though. That's (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Like some people have that baby face. That was. I mean, she's cute, but that that was. Yeah, that was bad. Um, (laughs) But yeah, see, yeah, revisiting some of these are are, is a double edged sword. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of them are fun. Some of them are like, oh my god, how did I like this as a kid? (laughs) 
Yeah. So enough of that old stuff. Yeah. Let's go to the b- big heavy hitters. The big reason why a lot of people signed up for Disney Plus is for yeah. the big the, heavy hitters. The original content. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the biggest one that beat Stranger Things uh, record. Yeah. For, for having show. yeah for having the most uh, uh, subscribers watching a show on a streaming service, The Mandalorian. Have you watched it? I haven't seen it mostly because oh my God. you know what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm 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 letting the episodes come out little by little. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't care about spoilers, at least not in this sense. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you already seen the baby. Yeah, exactly. Everywhere. Like I really don't mm-hmm. care at that point. Yeah. Um, for me, it's more about the experience and the story. Uh, so I, I'm fine. I haven't seen it, um, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> okay, so love the show. Action's great uh, uh, because of the director uh, Deborah Chow helming the last episode, which was amazing. She's going to be uh, helming the whole entire Obi Wan series, mm-hmm. which I am totally sold because of her directing style in this previous episode. Um, so far, so good. One thing that I do have um, a negative on, which isn't like a whole reason why you wouldn't watch it, uh, it, it's the length of each episode. I would prefer each episode to be at least 50 minutes. I like to see a little bit more content. Um, I feel like it's too short. Like some episodes are 32 minutes, some are 35 minutes, which is the standard for like a half an hour show no or if, if it's our, our okay so so network tv show hour-long tv show uh about 42 to 44 minutes oh that's so. because they have like tv commercials show, uh, commercials, commercials yeah mm-hmm. well the thing is that like you i think people are starting to get used to the shows that run on for almost a full hour uh-huh. Uh, because there's a lot of networks that don't do commercials uh, yeah. and streaming services, so I it's not normal for a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. So I I, I don't know. I I think I'm too spoiled at this point with so many. <laughs> I, I well I think I don't know. I I think it bugs me more when a show is inconsistent with how long their shows are. Um. I I think uh for example, House of Cards. That one would have some episodes that were 30 minutes. And there was, I think, one in the first season that had that lasted 90 minutes. Oh, it was wow. A, it, was okay. much, it was pretty much a movie. That's crazy. Um, so that, that kind of time difference, while it's good for the director, the writer, they get to tell a story that they want to tell at any constraints, mm-hmm. it's also really inconvenient for a viewer because I like to know, like, well, you know, I have an hour before I want to go to bed. I can I can knock on another another episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't do that if I, the next episode is two hours. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. So I I think the that's one thing. So as long as it's consistent, I'm fine. I think people are also feeling it more because this is a weekly show, mm-hmm. not a uh, binge release the entire season and binge it all you want. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm super excited to see what's gonna happen. I I know that they're gonna end this series uh end this first season with something that ties into the movies and i just can't wait for that to happen yeah a lot um, of a lot of people are wondering if it's going to be similar to agents of shield tying mm-hmm. into the movies at uh, the marvel cinematic universe okay. movies as uh, they came out there's something i want to point out they're on their third episode right now 
And they still haven't really gave us the name of the main character. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even give us a name or the species of the baby. It's Bob Bob Fett. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Fett. Um yeah. yeah, no, then that's part of the that's part of the thing that they want they wanna mm-hmm. keep some mystery in there. Um mm-hmm. because yeah, we don't know Yoda Yoda's one of those characters that's so popular, so familiar. But we really don't know the name of the species, the name of mm-hmm. his planet, um, or other than just his age. We know he died mm-hmm. when he was nine hundred. Yeah, like really old. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a hundred at the at the, mm-hmm. the the prequels. I think when he died, he was nine hundred. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he's a mysterious character, and I think that's why a lot of people call him Baby Yoda. I will give credit, and this gives me a lot of hope that people are, people are overlooking to how much control John Favreau has over this. Yeah, and uh, you know he's listening to George on 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 everything. Like he's, I mean, I've seen clips of when they're mm-hmm. shooting. George is there, like on set, like yeah. sitting next to him. So yeah, with that being said, I, I have a feeling that you know George is gonna be the best consultant mm-hmm. for the, the 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 star wars universe but, because i mean for the last two movies they kind of fell off the the wagon of not listening to anything that he says yeah yeah george mm-hmm. can be able to point to this and, and and show this is my this is more my image um mm-hmm. no but also because i mean disney is a massive massive like money making machine not just for movies but like toys and merchandise that's really what they're making the money like branding stuff and john favreau told them baby yoda's coming out this is going to be a big thing and disney agreed but john actually managed to get disney to hold back on releasing the toys until after this show after that episode aired Mm because he did he wanted baby yoda to be a surprise to audiences Mm -hmm. and that also supports the whole week week to week Mm -hmm. release Mm -hmm. yeah so I mean, any dude, like this is uh, okay. Okay, he did he did such a good job, and uh, this whole baby Yoda thing, Julie can't shut up about it. <laughs> it's all she talks about yeah. almost every single day. Yeah, I, I can't wait until I see your uh, or hear about your reactions. Uh, maybe I think this is a series that you should watch with Martha. Yeah, uh, I don't think you guys should watch it separately i think you guys should watch no it and and that's kind of good th- this is probably going to be the next one we watch after the movies come out um because oh, this this show is so cinematic it feels yeah like like an actual feature length movie yeah like that's what um, it feels like but in half an hour no but and but again and finishing off what i was saying earlier like it's mm-hmm. in a world where uh i think nerdist anytime um, a marvel movie is going to come out they look towards the freaking toy lines, Lego more specifically, to see what was what could be released in the Lego toy set that might hint at to what the the movie might be. So in Avengers, mm-hmm. they might show all of a sudden Thanos is back again. They're like, oh, okay, cool. So Thanos is back in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> so stuff like that. So I mean, to, to, for for John to control that kind of secret or, or keep, mm-hmm. be able to keep a secret for that long, it's amazing. So I'm I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what else he he holds in the in the pipeline there okay uh i know we're running a little bit long uh yeah. but let's breeze on by with uh, the world according to jeff goldblum were you able to check out any episodes on this one i did i saw the first two um mm-hmm. i'm not 
a sneaker fan, but mm-hmm. the the first episode of the show got me so hooked and just made my jaw drop. Um, mm-hmm. some of it, some of it made my eyes roll. It's like the the sneaker con mm-hmm. that's that made my eyes roll. Um, mm-hmm. but like the cuss- it's a thing. Yeah, but I mean like the uh the the what's it called the what was the name of the guy that customized shoes the not the cut doctor what's the name i can't remember so the, the guy that cut the, that can create the the shoes that one was amazing because i'm like wow he it's not just like over the top shoes but it's very personalized he's very artistic about it it's not just i will make you gold shoes it's i will make you a shoe that represents you uh, a cobbler uh, no 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 i mean the cobbler yeah but i'm saying there's mm-hmm. a, he had a name um mm. or a nickname i should say uh Stitch yeah Shop i didn't watch the episode i skipped that i went straight to the Trust ice me, cream one you're gonna want to watch it i think I the the there's a part where he goes to converse was a converse mm-hmm. adidas or it goes to adidas um and they they go through the shoe design mm-hmm. um the tracking about you know tra- seeing a runner on a treadmill how the their steps impact their body and try to adjust to it. They mm-hmm. also show how terrible a runner Jeff Goldblum is. Um, and I can't <laughs> believe he's straight. Uh, <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you watch that scene. Um, yeah, again, I'm not a sneaker fan, but this that, that episode made me really hooked uh, mm-hmm. to the point where I think for 2019 a nice, or 2020, a nice project for me will be um, just buying shoes from the clearance section. Like, I'm usually mm. pretty conservative with my shoes, like, mm-hmm. you know, choosing very simple design, but I think maybe I'm going to start to pick some funky shoes just for the hell of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Which one did you watch? <laughs> I, I watched the ice cream one. And, oh, that was uh, dope. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> it makes me want to eat ice cream. Um, but other than that, it's a great show. It's it's, it's kind of like uh, watching um, Unwrapped on yeah. uh, 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 Food Network combined with a little bit of uh, Alton Brown um but alton brown gets really into it yeah uh, jeff goldblum is kind of like a good bser um it's it's funny though because he's so cheesy but you know he knows he's being cheesy so it's yeah. okay <laughs> yeah it's <okay>. like <laughs> those b those b shots of him going hmm, but what if it's <laughs> like oh god okay so uh, we also got the Imagineering story, which talks about, you know, what happens behind the scenes, how things are created, how things came out to be, uh, you know, the, the, the kinks of what went into manufacturing Disney. Yeah. Um, it's good, but it's really boring. You could uh, fall asleep. Uh, you have to watch this during the daytime. I, uh, I, it's not. I, I watched the whole thing. I didn't. It wasn't. Boring. I mean, yeah, it's slower pace, I, but it's I, interesting. I, I paid attention through throughout the whole thing. Somebody sure. didn't. So, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it is slow pace, but I think mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of curious to see what somebody that didn't grow up in Orange County would think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing some of the older maps, some of the the design, the impacts to the area around it, it was very interesting to me. To the point, mm-hmm. even where uh were they building the five or the 22 they're they're building a major freeway and they talked about how disney was so careful with this budget that instead of buying trees they literally just went out to areas where the freeway was going to knock down the trees anyways and took the trees 
or ask other people in Anaheim, Garden Grove, uh, or surrounding mm-hmm. areas to donate their tree if they had a tree on their property that they wanted to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, stuff like that. I'm like, that's that's interesting. I liked it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you caught up on all of it, but th- there was one that was really interesting. Um, it talked about um, uh, the Imagineers, the actual Imagineers. Yeah. Like, um, I think that's episode two. Yeah, I I, I don't want to talk too much about it. it okay. It's it's a good episode. Yeah. Um, but other than that, that's uh, pretty much our first look into everything that's on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Um, Overall, how are you feeling about these about the weekly releases for some of these shows? I just need to get used to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so far, that yeah. that's the, that's the biggest thing people have either have either hated about the, uh, hated or loved about Disney Plus is um, the shoes. The shoes. The shows aren't bingeable. Treat it mm-hmm. like the way we we are used to. Um, I personally like it, and it's smart of Disney because mm-hmm. it it can mm-hmm. kind of keep uh, the, the conversations going. Okay. All right, Anton. Uh, ready to get into the movie section? Yes. Last section of the day. Movies. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, movies. <clears throat> so last weekend we had the release of Frozen 2. So Frozen 2 came in with 130.3 million. Number two, mm-hmm. Ford versus Ferrari with 15.7 million. Quite a difference there. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three, A Beautiful Day in Neighborhood with 13.3 million. Uh, number four, 21 Bridges with 9.3 million. And number five, Midway with 4.6 million. Uh, I think Frozen won. <laughs> yeah, Frozen won. Uh, I love the memes that came out of it where it sure, it literally showed uh, two detectives showing crime scenes and it showed like the box office dead on the ground. And <laughs> Olaf is like, that was me. Like, I killed it. <laughs> okay so besides that (laughs) besides all of the movies that top the box office i got to see i I guess it's an indie film we're not going to talk about any of those (laughs) yeah we're not going to talk about any of those because uh none of those beat this movie in uh movie rating score yeah so I got to see the movie Parasite. This got a 98 out of 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's got like 5 out of 5 on a lot of uh, websites, uh, news reviews. Mm-hmm. So Parasite is a movie by um, Bong Joon-ho. Uh, Joon he did a couple of movies. You're probably familiar with one of them. Have you ever seen that movie called Snowpiercer? Uh, the Netflix one? the the actual the one with uh captain america no but i've seen i know what you're talking about yeah yeah you should watch it okay uh you should watch it with martha it's okay. it's it's very i don't i don't are you guys into like movies that have um uh like a good meaning at the very beginning and then at the very end it can get really twisted seems oddly specific but you know we're usually done pretty pretty much anything Okay. Yeah. yeah, you should watch it. It's it's good. It's really good. Um, so a lot of the times when you watch these type of movies um, where you're like, oh, wow, this is really good. Okay, it's a good story so far. And mm-hmm. then something really crazy happens and it just changes the way that you watch the movie and you're like, wow, I'm either really grossed out right now, but I'm also liking it. Is it wrong to like like it even <laughs> though it's so wrong? You know, like it's that type of movie. So, uh, Parasite is about this uh, kid who, 
uh, graduated high school with high, very high grades, mm-hmm. but he didn't go to university or any college at all. He stayed home with his family, uh, with his sister and his parents. And all they do every day is try to find a way to uh, make money and survive. So every day they would talk to people, saying you know stuff in the the, the neighborhood. They live they live in a really poor neighborhood where they have to live under someone's house. Um, it's kind of like an apartment, but it's it's a basement apartment. So okay. they live under and and there's a window where they could see outside in the street. So. Um, they would do stuff like putting pizza boxes together to get money, like five cents each or something like that. And that's how they would get money to like go through the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, the son uh, meets up with his old friend and his old friend's like, hey, um, you're really good with English. I'm actually going studying abroad. So I need you to help me tutor this girl uh, who's currently going to high school right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're very rich, so you can make money that way. He's like, okay, sure. So he goes and, you know, he's tutoring her and seems like the mom really likes him. So then he's like, oh, hey, I know that you have a son. He's really good at uh, doing art stuff. Maybe, I, I actually know someone that is a really gar- good art teacher. Maybe I can introduce you. She's like, oh, yeah, sure. Who? It's, it's funny. After he, she agrees, it's actually his sister that he brings in. And he acts like his sister is not even his sister. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I met her through a friend and she's a teacher. She's really in high demand. So then she starts teaching, too. So they're both tutoring and taking money from these people. And then next thing they know, uh, they kick out the nanny Mm -hmm. and they got their mother to go into the house to become the nanny. And the chauffeur, they got rid of the chauffeur and brought in their dad. So the whole entire family is working under this family. And they okay. don't even know that these people are related to each other. So it's a, it's a social, what's it called? A social commentary on nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a family working in under another family, yeah. but they don't even know these people are. are, are yeah, but it gets crazier and it, there's there's so much weird stuff that goes down the rabbit hole when you think that you know it, it's just one of those regular movies it just gets worser and worser and you feel so bad watching it and there's moments where you like feel so bad for the characters and and guilty and oh my god you get so many mixed emotions throughout this whole entire movie and uh, i think that's why this movie got a standing ov- ovation at um uh, the cons festival mm-hmm. and i think the standing ovation was like over 20 minutes that's how uh, good this movie is uh, i i'm i'm i was partially joking but i really think this is a social commentary on nepotism uh most importantly yeah. because uh, uh the mayor of westminster might actually get removed from office because they were uh, they're, they're being accused of uh hiring their family members to certain roles in the city uh, and essentially getting paid to do nothing. <laughs> Which I'm like, that's, wow. that's kind of what the movie's saying though. Like, you, you know, you bring in one person and then that person brings in others. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ex- it's crazy. Uh, when you, when you ever get a chance, this is a highly recommended movie. Uh, it's different. <laughs> no, I've heard and, good uh, things about it. So I'm, yeah. I am curious about it. Um, dude, uh, to be honest, there's, <laughs> 
my movie list has expanded so much this past month, but I just can't. Any weekend is going towards Star Wars right now, yeah. and that's because <laughs> I, I want to see Ford versus Ferrari. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see Twenty One Bridges. I want to see Midway, mm-hmm. uh, Jojo Rabbit. That's like number two on my list of things I want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Parasite's up there because yeah, my I've had friends that watched and they loved it. So and usually, oh, you my, had friends that actually went to go see that. Yeah, uh, my friend Juliet, she went with her boyfriend on uh, two weeks ago to go see Parasite. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and she usually hates these type of movies, but she liked this one. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me curious. Oh. She's usually pretty mm-hmm. pretty uh, picky about like artsy movies or mm-hmm. suspense or horror movies, and th- this one she got into. Yeah. I'm excited to see uh, what what the future holds for this director. I mean, he's most movies he has Tilda Swinton, uh, Tilda Swinson, uh, mm-hmm. in most of his movies. Well, most of the ones that they speak English, but this one's no English. It's all subtitle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Arthur right. would like it. It's a Korean movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's into like crime and you know mystery. Yeah, yeah. And this has a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, she mm-hmm. just paid uh, uh, seven bucks for that uh, that follow up series on is a documentary. I think documentary on YouTube uh, for that guy from the Serial podcast. What's his name? Oh, um, I, I I know who you're talking about, but yeah. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but the, yeah, his documentary is on is on YouTube, and she bought it for seven mm-hmm. bucks. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, nice to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anton, if people don't want to be parasites themselves, and how can they support us? They can support us by going to our website at www.the2c.com and uh, maybe buy some stickers or T-shirts or hats. And if there was something that we talked about on the show or was on any of our uh, social media, any of the links takes them to Amazon and gives us a little kickback. So that's great. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, don't forget to give us a five-star thumbs up, whatever the rating system is, on your favorite podcatcher app. Preferably, go on iTunes to give us five stars. Um, mm-hmm. That's a good way to support us because we can, you know, it, it raises our, our visibility to potential new <laughs> listeners. So today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC there's over 180,000 titles to choose from and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player Um, I'm just listening to dad stuff right now Uh, nothing specific, there's just so many like little things here and there so that's what I'm listening to now Um, I will say there's some Audible exclusives or Audible originals I should say that are mm-hmm. coming out, and I'm trying to think of that are really tempting me to rejoin. Mm. Um, I need to look them up. I, I really could have been more prepared than this. Uh, but yeah, but something about Audible's now originals are they're really cranking them out, and I damn it, they're tempting. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. All right, Anton. Uh, anything else? Did I forget anything? Nope, I think that's it. All right, good to be back for the 2OC. I'm Al Flores, and I'm Anton Duan. All right, guys, have a good one. See you guys.